This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. Back at the Advanced Selling Podcast, this is Bill Kasky. Brian Neal. And Brooke Green. Hey, Brooke. Uh, Brooke. Hi. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Our topic today is goal setting, best practices, uh, good goal strategies. Setting, best practices. My uh, Very headphones simply. are killing me. I'm giving myself a headache. Because you've got you know, them on inside like, out, Bill. Turn them around. Oh, I do. <laughs> okay. Use your open eye, Frank. Uh, that's, a, that's a movie line, sorry. <laughs> so we were sitting here talking a little bit about this idea of goal setting because it is a popular and in demand topic, especially this time of year. And we were lamenting to each other, which we do often here, yes. about how difficult it is for people to set really good goals. And sometimes they don't have good guidance from their sales manager or leader. And sometimes there's just a frustration of exactly how to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so we, we each had our own stories of uh, things that happen about this time of year when the manager wants to do goal setting. Yeah, and I think if you're listening to this, the best thing to think about is this is truly a best practice. So we're, we might even compare and contrast a little bit to the way the process normally goes to how we think it should go and how we see some of the more elite, high-performing people come across this uh, topic mm-hmm. and actually implement it in their sales world. So, I think we've each had managers that in their effort to be clever about goal setting and leadership, they do things this time of year that sometimes we sit in the back of the room and say, what in the heck is he talking about? Yeah, yeah. You had one such. We, we used to. Um, <laughs> well, everyone wants to do acronyms and things right, like that. So right. your goal should be well, KISS, keep it simple, stupid, and it should be, what is it, measurable, attainable. Smart. Smart, smart goals. goals. Yeah. yeah. And I used to work with a referee when I was coming up through the referee ranks in college football named Jack Winters, who's a great person, great referee, but you'd walk into the pregame and he'd have these acronyms written up on the board and they were like 15 letters long. Like one was L-Y-M-D-W-Y-E-H-S. Limdewis. Now it makes sense when you say it. It says let your mind But it should digest. spell something. It should. It? it should be some sort of word. Or he said W-W-Y-S-T-W-A-H-Y-S-I, which you guys all know obviously means... Watch what you say to whom and how you say it. Makes a lot of sense, right? Can't quote silence. But to remember these sort of acronyms that Jack used to give us, what's why he doesn't quite work. So we're going to avoid the acronyms. We're going to stay away from the 12 Ps and all that stuff today and just give you some straightforward stuff. Well, I, I was listening to a self-help growth guy the other day, and he had the five Ps of something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Five Ps of high performance. And P number one was psychology, <laughs> which, yeah, it's a P, but somehow to start with an S, yeah. with an S word now. So ours, we're just going to number them. Is yeah. that okay? Yeah, that's simple. Numbers and stuff. One yeah, through nine. I one very important one, though. The world I came from, we used to try to tie it in with the year. So oh. 19 million and 99 or oh. 20 million and 2,000 or something. Like so then your goal, regardless of what you did like, you mean the year like, before, it had to kind of fit into that. <laughs> yeah. We are bad. We are great. We're the class of 88. Exactly. Oh, yes. uh-huh. oh, oh nice. I've heard that yeah. one before. Yeah. That's really nice. embarrassing that I just said that. Go ahead. We're not going to do a business planning session today. We're going to do more little um, best practices yeah. and rules of the road and things like that. So, Brian, you're going to start with your three. I'll come back with my three, and then Brooke will finish with her three. Or we could just go around. One at a time. We well, can do that. Let's do that. We can do that. Better. So and here's then I my, can think of my others my, while you guys are talking. <laughs> my first best practice is to start early. Mm-hmm. And I've actually already started. My client started in October doing their 2013 business planning. Mm-hmm. And again, if we compare and contrast, I think most salespeople either wait until December to start doing this, or they actually, some of them wait until January to start their planning. And I think you need to start very, very early. So if you haven't started now, today, start. 
That's what you do. Good, good, good. Best so this is a good time to do it. Yeah. Brooke, really good. you want to go? My first best practice, excuse me, is to do your business plan for you and not for anyone else. I mm. think we do it because our boss tells us to or we do it because we know we're supposed to and we make it pretty and we make it look good and we make our bosses feel good about it and then we never look at it mm-hmm. throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So do it for you. Do something that inspires you, makes you feel passionate. You can actually use it as a tool to keep you on course for the year. It can change. It can do whatever it wants to do because it's yours. You have to own and it. And you own it. So You have to own it. Yeah. Do it for yeah. you. Yeah, amen. Good. Uh, mine was start with the inputs, not with the outputs. And that is we tend to do our business planning around outputs and what am I going to earn? What are my sales going to be? And I think there's a whole level of inputs that really make up that number that we need to pay more attention to, like how many calls I'm going to make. Uh, what am I going to do in terms of expert positioning? What skills do I need to work on? What do I need to learn and be better at to accomplish the goal? And I think sometimes we skip over that and go right to outputs. Yeah, so that's my piece. Does. And we get pressure from our managers, too. <clears throat> they right? don't want to hear that. They, no. they don't really they care don't about that. They don't want to hear about your behavior. They say, what, you, what are you going to do next year? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't Absolutely. really want to hear about your behavior until they don't think you're doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah. Point. yeah. yeah. Um, this is a really hard one to do. And I don't have any tricks to teach people how to do this. You just have to sort of get away and and just change your perspective. And that is to forget what you know. Mm-hmm. A guy that I used to work for who's a long-term client of ours, Dave C. We'll call him Dave C. He had this Caskey folder. And on the outside, he said, uh, know nothing. And he had no one known, wants to do business with a know-it-all. And he, what he was trying to remind himself to do there is to forget everything. I used the example earlier. If, if you say, well, this territory does about uh, 400000 in new revenue every year. As soon as I say that to someone, that becomes their yeah. reality. And can you look at it with fresh eyes? Is it possible for that territory to do a million bucks a year? Mm-hmm. Is that possible? So try to forget all the stuff that you know and that's worked in the past just for a little bit and see what you can come up with. I think a lot of times when a company buys another company and they start to do their due diligence and go in and explore, and, and then sometimes you hear how much a company paid for some other business and you say, God, why? It's only doing this amount, but they saw something. Correct. They looked at it through, like you say, what fresh eyes and yeah. what it could be. And, you know, I've got a client in Michigan who is going through this process right now, and they are basing it on last year's numbers. And yet, really, last year's numbers were probably based on the year before's numbers, which are based on the year before's numbers. And the real question is, how much is sold in the territory, and what part of that do I either deserve or can I realistically expect versus what did we do last year? Yeah, hard to do. Brooke? Along those same lines, Brian, I wrote down, base your plan on the facts, not the story you've made about your facts. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So we all live in a reality that's part factual and part drama that we've built around it to entertain ourselves. (laughs) So if you, you know, have an income goal and you've yet to reach it and you're telling yourself a story that you can't reach it for all of these reasons, get down to the facts. So let's say, you know, I want to make $200,000 next year, but, and here comes the story, I can't work any more hours, and I feel like I've got as many large whale-type accounts that I can handle, and our infrastructure sucks, and I don't have anybody to help me, and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Truth of the matter is, you're doing this amount. There's other companies out there. If you can't work any more hours, figure out how you can do more with the hours that you have. good point. And I also think, you know, we fill the time we feel like we have. So figure out where you're not spending your time wisely. Yep. and do something mm-hmm. different with it. We've talked a lot about $50 an hour work versus $150 an hour work. Yep. Get rid of that $50 an hour work and do more than 150 and I think you'll be surprised what you can do. So stick with the facts, just the facts, man, and not the drama around it. 
I, I wrote down here, always be going on vacation next week. Because mm. it seems like we always get so much done before we go on vacation, you know, kind of run around. So next week is always vacation week. That'd be I interesting. Had, you, yeah. you never go. But I had my best year ever the year I was pregnant because I knew. Oh, yeah. That's funny because my, number, my number three is get pregnant. I don't have that come up. That was interesting. Because <laughs> you're, you're really good at that in your house. Yeah, amen. Jeez, too good. Well, on my second one, I had uh, kind of a theme here of psychology, and that is pay attention to the psychology of goals, not just the facts of goals, which you kind of already went over, which is, have I, have I set goals in the past that have not been achieved? And if so, can I go a little bit deeper into my own psyche about why that is? Am I comfortable? Do I make excuses like you just talked about? Am I really fit psychologically to take my business to the next level? You know, sometimes we talk about, well, I'd like to go from 150 grand in income to 300 grand, but maybe that's a maybe that's too much of a, a shift. Maybe maybe you're not fit psychologically for that. Maybe you'll implode. Maybe you're so far out of your comfort zone there. And so Sometimes you can't do this without somebody there to guide you, but I, I would pay attention to the psychology behind this. I think there's some answers there. Good. Time for one more? Yeah, let's do one more. This one is, I uh, strongly encourage people to do this. They go out and find somebody that knows you that is what I'm going to call upstream from you. So maybe they've got more experience. Maybe they've run companies in the past, a <clears> business <throat> person that knows you well enough to go grab a cup of coffee or lunch and present your plan to them and have them pin back questions to you. Mm-hmm. That will really, really challenge your plan. And this is a really, really, to me, this is something that, again, elite people do, is they find someone that is really smart that doesn't know their business inside and out because th- those people will see things that you don't see. And if you can't present your plan to someone else like that where they can't understand it, it's not as good as it can be. Yeah. And to have that kind of pressure around it, too, you own it, it's a, it was a really good thing to do. That's good. Present That's it good. to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Brooke, you, Brooke, stop you have there one more? <laughs> God, that was good. So good, I've forgotten so my last I, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm spent. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's where I was going. Uh, where are the cigarettes? Yeah. Jill, where are the cigarettes? <laughs> oh, wait, it's Monday morning. That's all right. Starting with your head. You know, all of us have goals that we've had on the on our business plan. At least I do. I shouldn't speak for everyone that have been there for, like, you know, 27 years. And instead of continuing to just put it on there, ask yourself why you're not, you know, if you didn't do it last year, what's going to make it possible to do it this year? Why aren't you doing it? What's the mm -hmm. problem? Should it it even be on there? It's good. Sometimes I think, you know, if you're a salesperson, most of us are very competitive, even against ourselves sometimes, and you feel bad or inferior or something's wrong with you if you take it off after 27 years because you have to get it done. That's great. And then the other thing I was thinking of is to make a list of, and this is a little more tactical, but make a list of all the things you have assets, for example, that will help you get to your goal. Because mm-hmm. there's new tools all the time. That's awesome. You know, that's social right. media great. and great. Um, people that you know are assets and clients that you currently have. And just make a list of It's almost like, a, in my mind, like a gratitude journal. Like these yeah. are all the things that I have already that I should be leveraging to yeah. build business. It's nice. It's mm-hmm. a great point. You had two there, actually. That was four. That I was, was going to say thank <laughs> you, Bill. We were two, thinking the same thing. That's okay. But since you're a fairly new contributor to this, know, we're gonna I only, I don't cut you some slack. Time, so I know. Yeah. Do <laughs> you I do? You claim to be a rule follower, but I'm not thinking. Yeah, I'm not that. sure. I'm not really. This one is uh, some advice I actually gave to one of our clients, Brandon Gerard, up in Michigan, who's a great uh, podcast listener, and, and this idea of reading books. And he's on a, a kind of a jag, not an alcoholic jag, but a <laughs> a, a book reading jag, and. He, he has uh, told me about how much it's really expanded his perspective. Mm. And so whether the books are Seth Godin books or whether they're 
you know, books by contemporary and current business authors, and they don't have to be books on goal setting, but any book that can expand your way of thinking and can expand your skill level. And he claims that it's really helped him to set better goals for next year with confidence too. So I would say if you have some favorite authors you haven't read in a while or books that you used to read and haven't picked up, you know, what's the um, book, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Yeah. People say they read that once a year and it's a you know a couple hour read. And so if you have a favorite book that you haven't read in a couple of years, sometimes that is, serves to expand your perspective a little bit. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, send us your notes and any kind of uh, questions you have about goal setting. Are we going to do some more goal I setting? We are. I think yeah, we should. We're yeah, do some more stuff. We've got a couple weeks here to go before the end of the year, so we're, g- we're going to be coming back and doing that. Uh, next week, we've got an interview with Mike Koenigs. It's going to run. I had a chance to talk to Mike a little bit. He is one of the more famous internet marketers and really has some good advice on expert positioning, which we've been talking about a lot this Absolutely. year. So that's next week, and then we'll come back in the following week with some more goal setting stuff. Thanks for listening. If you don't uh, belong to our LinkedIn group, we want to see people there, right? LinkedIn group, go to LinkedIn.com, look for the Advanced Selling Podcast group, and please join us there. Got some specials coming up for the LinkedIn group. We do. So now's the time to join before you're in. That's right. All right. All right. See you next time. Bye. This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast, presented by Kasky Achievement Strategies, Indianapolis. Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to iTunes. 